Hey, good morning, guys. I wanted to create this uh, because I feel that our company needs more unionship and maybe there should be a way for uh, us to express ourselves. I want to be more, express myself more, and I want you guys hopefully to do the same. Um, I don't know if there's a way for you guys to respond to this or send messages. But definitely I want to invite that to happen. Uh, as a COO of Tropical Juice Bar, I feel that I need to express myself more to you guys. So mainly that's what I'm going to try to do to this. Uh, my thoughts on success, uh, my thought on your success, how you can be more successful uh, in a, being a leader in the company, how you can learn and grow more. So this is just... Uh, my thoughts, nothing that is required for you to listen to, just something additional, uh, something that you guys could choose to listen to whenever you guys get the chance or whenever you want. So the first thing I want to talk about today is influence. The influence that you have over your team. Well, influence is something that is really required, high influence. I should say, from a leader or manager. Because a leader needs to be able to uh, persuade their team into a certain way of thinking. Whether that is to look into the details and make sure that they are following the, the steps to do things correctly. Whether that is to put passion into what they're doing and really show enthusiasm at work. Uh, whether that is to, to really focus on on saving and paying attention to details when it comes to um, portioning correctly and following the portion uh, recipes and doing things right. So one of the main things I saw this morning is that our team members, uh, most of them, if you think about it, they come from the background of lower in, lower f family income uh, the lower income brackets and that's not a bad thing but what that does means is that their mentality on a lot of things could be off because what they're learning at work what they're learning I mean uh, in their home and what they're learning in school is not about being abundant it's not about being resourceful it's not about uh, using their resources wisely. It's quite the opposite, actually. Um, people in the lower income brackets usually are kind of wasteful, and and it's people that don't learn, don't know how to use uh, their resources appropriately. So they're wasteful not because they want to be, but because they were taught that while they were growing up, and they have no other way of, of looking at things. Uh, that's just their perception right we all know that here in the United States we have access to water that is abundantly and here we leave the water running when we're brushing our teeth and we leave the water running when we're taking a shower uh, but have you ever visit uh, third world countries where the income or the resources are not 100% abundant for example, maybe you've been to the Dominican Republic. In most places in the Dominican Republic, there is no running water. 
which means that they have to use water that they either bought or water that that came down from the rain which means it's very limited and those places that have running water there's no pressure in the water which means if you open the faucet you're barely gonna get a little bit so what a lot of people do is they fill a bucket to shower with that water or they fill a cup in order to brush their teeth so in those places they value water in those places they don't leave water running so it's a different mentality that somebody that grew up in that part of the world is going to have compared to somebody who is were, was born here in the United States and always lived their life here in the United States Right, so that that's not that's just an example that I wanted to give you guys of how our experience and our life could change the way we perceive things and the way we think about different things. And neither of them are, you know, right or wrong for any specific reason. But it's important to learn from this example that. We have to make sure we influence our team in a way that's beneficial to the company. Are they adding value to the company? Are they being resourceful, using their resourceful resources effectively? These are things that you have to ask yourself as a leader because if not, then that's the type of culture that you want to create. You want to also create a type of culture where there's discipline where your team understands the value of time, the value of being on time, and the value of not just being on time, but being disciplined with the work that they need to do, doing the work appropriately. Okay, so that's all for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and please provide feedback for me if you like this uh feel free to watch this or listen to this i should say while you are driving or doing something uh not specifically just sitting down listen to this this is just uh food for thoughts thank you Promoting leaders is one of the most crucial steps of being an effective general manager. And the reason is this. You need shift managers. You need leaders in your company to help you lead. Nobody can do it by themselves. Nobody can, can run a restaurant, a restaurant by themselves. Okay? So today I'm going to give you a brief notes, brief tips on how to promote, effectively promote a shift manager fast, okay? So the first thing is you've got to find somebody with the right personality, right? That person has to be influential. I think that's number one, high influence. Somebody that's able to 
communicate to other people. That that person is able to uh, convince other people to do things and into their way of thinking. Um, another thing is that that person needs to be uh, needs to believe in the systems. Needs to be somebody who really believes in following the systems in completing things, doing things appropriately. This is one of the key uh, characteristics of being an effective shift manager. Because what, what shift managers really manage is not the people, it's the systems. It's welcome to Tropical Juice Park and I take your order. Making sure that that's happening the right way every single time, no matter who's in the cash register, right? Making sure that a bread is toasted for two minutes every single time, right? That the smoothie has the right amount of sugar every single time. Those systems is what really a shift managers manage. So, it needs to be somebody that's influential, somebody that believes in the system. Uh, so after you find the right person with the right personality, somebody that believes in the system, somebody that's influential, uh, somebody that has an interest, somebody that cares about the company, puts the company's, I would say, puts the company's uh, benefit in front of their own, right? So somebody that would not um, do anything to hurt the company. So after that is you want to get that person trained in the systems and the stations. You want to get that person trained in customer service. You want to get the person trained in the juice position. You want to get the person trained in the kitchen position. Pass those courses on Talent LMS. Right? And learn from the courses. After that, the person is going to have access to the shift manager course, shift manager videos, shift manager handbook. You want to guide that person into completing those. And very important, a shift manager is not somebody that you should be on top of so they can complete these courses. Because if they cannot follow instructions or they cannot follow through or they cannot show enough interest to watch a couple videos or read a couple manuals, that they're probably not going to be the right person for the job. So you want somebody that is committed, determined. Somebody that's willing to put in the work to learn. Right? After this, you get your uh, shift manager checklist. And you teach that person how to follow those systems and those checklists. Right? You want to focus on the systems. You want to focus on the checklists. Walkthrough checklists, for example. You want to focus on the inventories. The inventory software. Learning how to play with that. Learning how to do that. Learning how to work with that. Submit order. Take counts. Next is you want to teach them how to use 7 shift effectively as a manager. Right? You want to teach them the shift lock. And then you want to teach them how to resolve conflicts. Whether it be customer service conflicts or uh, team member employee conflicts. 
when somebody's late, when somebody doesn't show up, when somebody needs to be sent home, needs to be disciplined, when somebody needs to be given a write-up. You want to show them how to effectively run the, the restaurant when you're not there, right? Because that's what a shift manager does. They run the restaurant whenever the general manager is not there or sometimes even when the general manager is there. They need to run the restaurant appropriately, smoothly, effectively, growing sales per customer. All right, so I hope that helps um, effectively and promote a shift manager fast. I've seen shift managers get promoted as fast as three to four weeks. In other cases, I see shift manager get promoted as slow as uh, one, two years. So it all depends on how much uh, effort you put into that person as well as how much dedication and effort that person is putting into becoming a shift manager. And just because somebody completes all the training in the courses doesn't mean that they're a shift manager. Remember, you need to test them. You need to make sure that they're the right person for the job. Because if not, just leave them where they at, give them a raise if they're a good team member. And don't lose a team member because just because you want a shift manager or just because they want a bigger pay rate because it's not worth it. All right, so find the right person that's committed, the right person that wants it, the right person that is that has the potential. Thank you for listening. I hope uh, you got some good takeaways. As store manager, it is your responsibility to train and teach your team to be every one of your team members, every one of your employees, to be efficient, to be productive, and to be a contributing member of the team. Whether that means teaching them new positions, making sure that they're getting the training, uh, assigning someone to train them in a new position, whether that be just guiding them into completing the courses on Talim LMS, uh, and to watch the videos, or instructing them about a system that they could be better at, or whether it be training them for shift manager or for assistant manager. It's a big responsibility, and it falls on you to help them succeed. As you grow, as they grow, you can help them become better contributing members of the team. We have tools in our disposal, like the checklist. We have tools such as the Talent LMS. And we even have help like the Fast Track, which help you train managers. But don't rely on everything else to do it for you. If you see the need to promote somebody, if you see that someone is interested and you see someone has the potential, Take it upon yourself to promote that person as fast as that person can be promoted, as fast as that person learns, as fast as that person moves. And this might 
this might come into it. This might uh, make you think about it because some of you might have people right now that you have training and you have other people who are more enthusiastic and more interested. You should devote more time to that person who is more interested because that person will be a better manager and that person will most likely be a manager faster than the other person who maybe is not giving 100% or giving the most they can on their part. So always keep this in mind when you're working on training people and promoting new managers. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. We are in America where we have the ability to express ourselves. Say what's on your mind. Doesn't mean no one else is gonna listen, but it means that you are expressing yourself. They call it freedom of speech. Main thing I wanna express is that we are in America where People are looking for a better future, a better tomorrow. But how do you find that better tomorrow? You know, if you are, if you grew up low resources, you probably grew up thinking that there's ponds and kings, novels and peasants. Right, there's the wealthy and the rich and the poor. And if you are in the poor side of this of this coin, then it's really difficult for you to get on the other side. Not necessarily because there's someone stopping you, but just because of the challenges that there is. But I think it's more than that. I think that first there is one thing stopping us. And that one thing is knowledge. Knowledge of what could be, what could you do, how can you do it. Uh, But there is knowledge out there. There's knowledge in the books. But at the same time, what knowledge is correct and what knowledge is bogus. That, my friend, is the answer. That being the question that I'm seeking an answer to. What are the best books? What are the best audio tapes? What really, what would really make a difference in in the life of someone who is striving to go from the poor side of the the quadrant to the rich, wealthy side of the quadrant? There's people that say that it's goal setting, making goals, working on your goals, putting in the work. And there's people that say that it's mostly the mind, that what you think you attract, that you are, your life is a result of your thoughts. Which one do you believe is true? Which one do you believe is a fact? And which one do you believe will make or change your life? There's uh, people that think that it's a combination of them. People that think that it's one way or the other. 
Uh, I believe that is more of taking action. But you do need to focus on being positive. Not just being positive, but having the mind that you're going to keep moving forward. And no matter what circumstances you face, you will not stop. You will keep moving forward. That you will keep striving to achieve uh, whatever goals you have set for your life. Uh, because if you if you do not work, this is my opinion. If you don't work, it doesn't matter how positive you are. If you don't put in the work, you're not gonna get the results. If you do not practice, you will not be a good uh, player for whatever sport you're trying out. If you want to be really good, then you must practice a lot. If you just want to be average, then you practice good. And if you don't practice at all, you're probably not going to be in the team. Those are the facts. Look at history. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at others in history that even though they were good, if you do not practice, you will never be great. And if you're not good and you practice, maybe you can be good. Maybe you can even be great. That's what I choose to believe. So I condition my mind to learning about wealth, about investments every single day. 2018 uh, was a year of Reflection for me was a year of challenges, uh, a year of lessons, I should say. And it's because I didn't win as much, uh, I didn't accomplish all my goals. I didn't read all the books that I set out to read. But whatever the case, I've learned from the situations. I learned that you have to work from a different point. You have to work from the point of setting your goal, breaking down your goal to simple steps, things that you can do that are practical, that you can do on a daily or a weekly basis. That is the way to accomplish your goal, in my opinion, right? I'm always going to say I believe or in my opinion because you're allowed to have your own opinion as well and other people are allowed to have their opinion as well but in my opinion what I believe is that if you break down your goal that is a way for you to accomplish your goal no matter how big your goal is of course you have to give yourself time you have to give yourself time to study you have to give yourself time to learn you have to give yourself time to practice practice what you want to do better because practice makes the master only practice makes a master so I set out some goals to uh, read one book a month I felt short by about half of that I read uh, just finishing the month now uh, six books this year 2018 
uh, but you know I don't regret making a, a goal to read six books for the year because that's something that I've never I, I had uh, 12 books because that's something that I have never done actually I hadn't read more than four books in one year so even though I fail in my goal I learned that I can do more than I did before which is an accomplishment I learned that I could read six books so maybe next year I will keep my goal for 12 books one book a month and I will shoot for that goal but the point is that when you set big goals when you set goals and you break it down it's one book a month is whatever pages uh, that books is breaking down to in days and then all you have to do is focus on that one day reading 10 pages or how many pages it is for you to be able to read that book in, in that one month right it's a big difference than saying I'm gonna read one book this month because that's when procrastination hits and says one book that is a lot you have never read one book in one month how come you're going to do it now well in the last two weeks I read a book so and I read that book by reading every day I set myself a goal to read a chapter every day and I didn't accomplish that goal every single day but I did read that book in two weeks so when you set out to accomplish your goals and you set out to to break down your goals from a year to a monthly and then weekly or daily goal setting focus on it, strive for it, but know that when you do your best, when you give it your all, you're going to be satisfied with the results, even if it's not what you're shooting for. And most of the times, well, it should be that me achieving that goal is a challenge for you. It should not be something that you accomplish easily, because if it is, then you're not shooting for a big enough target. Right? So with setting your goals in 2019, uh, all I want to say is aim high, you know, choose targets that are going to expand, that make you expand yourself in order for you to, to achieve them. And if you do not hit those goals, let me know where did you land. Let me know if you were still proud of yourself. All right. I wish you guys an awesome 20. 19 uh, celebrate celebration and I hope that you set your goals and accomplish all your goals in this new year.